But I think it's insanity that there are people in charge of those rights. There are people in charge of human rights. But they're not rights. Human rights are not rights if you have to argue that they are dispersed according to values that you set. They're either a right or they're not. Well, they're not. Exactly. Well, you know, last week I was like, oh, do my top three conspiracy theories. Oh, okay, yeah. I've made, I've done them. Oh, fantastic. But I've realised something about it. They're not conspiracy theories. <laughs> no, my favourite ones are not conspiracy theories. My favourite ones are mysteries. And myths. Unsolved mysteries. My notes today, myths yeah. and legends. Oh my God. Welcome to episode six of the podcast. I've Andy's not Buckler. been shut down yet. Have not been shut down yet. Well, oh no. I mean, slowly oh no. dwindling. Um, I had so my sister was messaging me today with some really lovely feedback that basically that made, did make me cry. Um, but one of her things was, "Can you stop talking about Harry Potter?" So we've been shut down. No more Harry Potter chat. Um, but I was like, I get that. Classic, I classic squib chat there. <laughs> She's a Slytherin for sure. Um, I get it and then I was like I thought about it and was like yeah we do talk about Harry Potter the nichest parts of Harry Potter as people that have like read the book have you read the books you've read the books Mickey I can't read why have you brought this up on the podcast this is really have you read the books yeah I've read the books are you just saying I'm like 15 years older than you (laughs) Um, Harry Potter fact or fiction you've used the wrong words oh fiction or (laughs) non-fiction non-fiction I was listening what? to that bit, what? and it was so painful. Harry Potter non-fiction. Is Harry Potter, is the wizarding world and universe of Harry Potter, no look at your phone, is it fiction or non-fiction? You're saying non-fiction. No, it's the other one. Oh God. What is a non-fiction Is it a fictitious book? universe? Oh no, it's fiction. <laughs> I still can't get it right. I think, so, if you go by the stats, the fact that anyone makes it past the first three minutes of these episodes is a miracle. I know. <laughs> Shout out to my wife, your mum and dad, so and your So my friend, while I was away, texted me being like, hashtag still listening, just completely out of the blue. Yes! And I was like, what's this in reference to? She was like, your podcast. <laughs> I was like, oh, right, yeah, that is a thing. So yeah, if we could have some more hashtags still listening. Okay. That'd be great. I've also had more coffee this week, which I'm really chuffed about. Basically made it. I'm, I'm, waiting, made for, it. I'm waiting for the Branston pickle to arrive. When the Branston pickle arrives. Still still no glue and my shoes are in a state now, so <laughs> Right. CT one, where are you? <laughs> because we put a call out last week and my walking boots have also fallen apart. You've caught it off me. So if you could get some, that would be really great. Because then I could fix my walking boots with them. The dog has farted again. Correct. Just seeing so you know. <laughs> If our voices sound funny, that's why. Um, okay. Have you made notes this week? I've made notes. Okay. I've got some um, follow-up from last week. Oh, I've got a follow-up piece. Look at, look at Mickey now. Oh, yeah, I've done that too. Copying. Yeah, we all know you can write. Stop showing off. I've done right. mine in hieroglyphics. I have. Um, well, my paper's got accepted to be published today. Ah, congratulations. On what? Let me Um, guess. Uh, Eating more than your daily calories may lead to mm, obesity. mm. 
but science is beyond, beyond the public, that is. He is a um, no, it's, it's about mapping spaces and how important your local environment is being active. Is that, don't oh. touch my hand. There's a virtual fist bump for you. Oh. Okay. Right, so what's your follow-up follow point? Well, I, I feel a bit intimidated now. You've just, you know, I said I had notes and you went, oh, I'm a published doctor. Did I no, mention so that? No, I just didn't tell my news today. Yeah, so okay. Well, long-time listener, first-time caller, Dan Spinks. Let us know that in conspiracy theories and myths and legends, uh, if you look at the Mokolo Membe oh, yeah. in uh, deepest darkest Africa. It still exists. Can you say that? In Africa. I'll edit that. Okay. <laughs> Put a bleep over the top of it. Uh, the myth that the fishermen are terrified of uh, an ancient creature, dinosaur, that lives within the river system there. And when you think about how much of Africa, South America, the world, we haven't seen or explored. Well, this is going to lead on to one of my points that I was going to make. So there's a great YouTube video I was watching of terrified oh. fishermen talking about how if anyone goes in the water, he, the, he, <laughs> I don't want to assume the gender of the dinosaur, but if the dinosaur, <laughs> if the dinosaur, no, not the fisherman, <laughs> the fisher persons, no. Oh my god, that was a real curveball when you said dinosaur. Well, anyway, uh, apparently it comes up to the water's edge mm -hmm. to let them know that it's there. Then they don't fish, they just tend to their boats. And if anyone goes in the water by mistake, he's on his own. Or she's on her own. Is this like a, a recent so, thing? Yeah, it's a real thing, you oh. can see. Um, it was, uh, then I did see that it was from like cryptozoology, which is <laughs> was a reputable source. But I'm, I'm into it. And then I was listening to... David Cho talk about when he went hunting for a brontosaurus in the Congo. Yeah. And that everyone there swears that they've all seen it. A brontosaurus? A brontosaurus. That's quite nice. Yes, I know. <laughs> wow. Maybe this is a really weird elephant. Like, right, like recently. Yeah, like this is in the last 20 years. But they said, uh, so he was on, I think he was on Joe Rogan and... He was we have six him. episodes in and we've mentioned Joe Rogan every episode. If you're on a podcast, you have to oh, mention. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but I think there's a, is that tie of, I think we should do one um, where we do some research and do a spin off on a, an episode just looking at best myths and legends. <gasps> Maybe that could be next week because yeah. I think that one of my bits will fill in on this. Okay. So if you have a favourite you out there <laughs> here's where we break the fourth wall and start talking to the audience you at home is it listeners audience listeners. rabid fans we need to think of a name a name for the for, for our the fans <laughs> i think you just lost both of them with that statement there oh, oh you mean like the the buckets and the baskets the yeah let's call them buckets and baskets <laughs> i'm sure they'll be really keen ah, to get that tattooed. are you a bucket or a basket don't assume the gender of our listeners. I'm not Even though Spotify tells us it? the breakdown. Interesting. Yeah. And we have some male-dominated episodes and some female. Oh, yeah. that's really interesting. Um, but yeah, myths and legends. And interesting, we can look at... You just went exploring North Wales. Yeah. Name a famous Welsh myth. Well... Or legend. Um, I was reading about the Welsh dragon that's on the flag. Right. <laughs> no. Moving on. Oh. Lady of the Lake, Bath Gallet, what? the oh. dog. Oh, right, okay, no, that wasn't what I was thinking about it. But I did pass through there. Ah, well, apparently, you know, do you know the story of Bath Gallet? No. So it's a dog 
that a wolf was uh, so the dog was in charge of looking after the baby in the household and yeah I know it's all, like, like in, the, in the olden days that's what happened and a wolf came yeah and attacked tried to eat the baby and the dog killed like injured the wolf saved the baby yeah um and was was like hurt so like then the owners came back after you know abandoning their baby to a dog and were furious at the dog saw, for not... saw all the blood in the room from what they assumed was the dog savaging the baby slayed the dog with a sword only to find then when they walked past the crib the body of the wolf and then it was like well we'll forever hold the dog in our hearts after we've murdered (laughs) it for saving a baby there's a stone you can go stay in bath gallet you can you can see all this stuff about it guess guess what i found out the other day fact check coming up it was invented by a hotel owner in bath gallet the whole thing they talk about it in schools I think this undermines a oh lot of God. Welsh heritage if they're not addressing that it was invented by a hotel owner. That's terrible. But that could be one of those things where someone's like, oh, that was invented by Gary, and actually it is an ancient. But, but it was actually Gary that left his yeah. baby in charge. Yeah, Dog maybe. in charge of a baby. So that's the, the link to that. Oh, okay, but that's not what I was, I was going to yeah, talk about. Yeah, you jump the... in then. What? Oh, I thought you were talking about me then talking about... No, I read a thing about there's a lake in North Wales where apparently the Welsh dragon fought the English, English dragon, dragon, kicked its butt. I didn't read the outcome. <laughs> I just read... Well, uh, what have we got on a flag? Yeah, so... You yeah. wouldn't put the losing dragon well, on a flag. we actually celebrate. Our patron saint is the guy that is killed a red the cross. dragon. Is the guy, yeah, George, that's right. Yeah, St. George killed a dragon. Did he? Was it yeah. a Welsh dragon? Mm, probably, if he's xenophobic, yeah. It was the Welsh one. But I I'm mean, sure. fact check that. I'm not a big fan of flags anyway. Well, in England we don't really say, we like say that we have a patron saint, but it's not like in Wales where St David's is like a full day. How long are you going to refer to in England we? For the rest of my life, because oh, I am English. That's awkward. But you would... Uh, yeah. I, d- I don't speak on behalf of, of this country. It's not my country. Mm. I think you do though. No, I think I you don't. would naturally say, like, we as Welsh people. <laughs> Give me one example in my life where you think I've said, we as Welsh people would do this. I don't know. No. Okay. For the rest of my life, probably. It's in, my, I, I it's only, in the way I speak. I only associate with we as a vegan, we as, <laughs> we as the woke community. Mm-mm. No. Okay. All the rest of my life. Well... I had some thoughts about the thing, the J.K. Rowling question that was brought up, because I feel I had no, so I had no prep for that. You just spun it on me, and then I was like, uh, um, how do I say anything? Well, not how do I say anything, but how do I make it sound like I knew what I was talking about, basically, but without doing any research. So, basically... I just, like, the whole point... So, this week, they've told women to not wear headphones on the tube. To keep them safe. To protect their hearing? No, to protect them from predatory men. So, everything that we were talking about, and then the idea of... Thanks, dog. Oh, my God. Um, The idea that you're trying to keep... So, that the idea of shared bathrooms was to keep women safe. From trans women. Yeah. 
but then it just goes back to the idea that we've got in our heads of like predatory men and then that we're keeping the right people safe but in the wrong way so you but shouldn't like you should that's it and like the world view is that so obviously that world view is that the world is just full of predatory men who just want to feed off vulnerable women so instead of being like well you can't allow trans people to use shared bathrooms because that's going to be the issue is that they will become predatory they will inherently be predatory because they were men you should bring people up to not be predatory so yeah. instead of protecting people from predatory people just stop celebrating or bringing people up to be predatory so while i was away in north wales i overheard a man saying to his children where did i write this i'm gonna i wrote it on my phone i'm now on notes too <laughs> um it's a boy's job to be silly and a girl's job to tell them to be sensible is what he told his son and his daughter while walking and kerry looked at me and said how triggered are you right now <laughs> and i was like it's not very really much like i said but it goes back to the whole thing of well boys will be boys and then it, it mitigates any behavior that can be deemed aggressive or you know and there, there is there is problematic ways with the way that we speak about women as well but i was like that whole sentence everything he said is so problematic because then it feeds into like the whole discourse around the gender attainment gap so boys are always allowed to be silly but girls always have to be sensible so it's okay that girls do better in school than boys even though there shouldn't be that gap at all and then it talks about that like boys have freedom to do whatever they want to and girls have rigid rules like and it's all just from one really loaded sentence and like there's clear gender roles in that family that they're going to adhere to for the rest of their lives because she was like oh yeah no it is my job to tell my brother to be sensible all the time and he can just go play in a bush and roll around on the floor because i think it, it was said after the boy was like crawling around on the floor like not doing as he was supposed to be and then then the the reaction of that then you tell women that there's this whole like discourse and narrative around women being the sensible ones when they grow up i'm on such a rant now i'm enjoying it but when you they grow up you then tell them that they're bossy and aggressive and combative so it's just i don't know it was like one of those things i think it just leads back to what we were saying in terms of you're telling the wrong group to act differently and I'm not just saying that this is a man's problem because I realise that that's what it comes across as. But that's just the example that I'm using. And also, the other thing that I was going to say in terms of that is the whole issue is around about shared bathrooms. But at no point has anyone brought up, well, there probably has on Twitter been brought up. But the idea, like, not the idea, but the, the facts around that aggression against trans people has had, and I quote... A horrific spike in 2020 we are six seven months in and we're already at the number of murders that 2019 had so you're like on course to have double the amount of murders for the trans community it's the complete opposite of the argument jk Rowling is it making. is com the complete opposite yeah. you are you are like demonizing a group of people based off your world belief about men yeah just as a side note I fought the urge so hard to, to, like, as you were in full flow then, I was, like, actively listening, and there's this tiny little part of my brain that was like, how funny would it be to try and mansplain to Mickey now or something? And then I thought, I think she might actually break social distancing and break my jaw. 
I'm really glad you did that. But it was really good. And I think this is a huge... But it, it, it is really interesting because... As the father of three, um, <laughs> I feel I can make an informed... No, but, I mean, we... The kids play with whatever they want. Yeah. They get dolls, like... Uh, so I've got one son, two daughters. Mm-hmm. They can choose to be whatever they want. But they are inherently... They, they make different choices. So... Uh, you know, they will exhibit masculine and feminine traits in within the space of the same minute. Yeah. And whilst doing the same activities, you you know, I think there's a danger of like being anti, you know, boys being boys, girls being girls, and and that's totally wrong. Well, no, it's it's up to the individual to mm-hmm. discover and express something, express themselves. If I only bought guns for Bo yeah. and dresses, for, you know. Yeah. And I think that is a case of what happens. And there's a mm-hmm. lot of shaming that goes on. Yeah. Like the the big, the age-old argument of people not wanting their sons to play with prams oh, yeah. and, and dolls. And, yeah. You know, oh, yeah, heaven forbid they should grow up to know how to look after or raise a child. Yeah. When they are, like, out there definitely being responsible yeah. for that. So, um, and, yeah, the whole notion of blaming you know or putting the responsibility on women to not get attacked oh my god and that it's happens in so annoying. Like, in court there's, yeah. lo- there's loads well, of stuff like the judges whole, saying so the whole rape so the like um the rape cases that go to court some of the defenses so i read this is probably like a month or two ago what judges have said about women who are trying to prosecute people for being raped it's abhorrent it is like disgusting some of the things that they've said like and that's what's being allowed to be said about women. Like, and the way the press reports on it. So if it's, um, you know, it'll be like promising male athlete oh, yeah. um, makes grave mistake in assault cases. Like, no, it's, you know, sexual you predator. You sexually assaulted yes, yeah. a person. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you know, that all the focus is shifted then mm-hmm. to, uh, you know, trying to paint a picture of this human and everything they had and how they've ruined stuff and mm-hmm. you know trying to give them a second chance as opposed to just stating the nature of it like if you have someone rewrite the news from a completely objective perspective mm-hmm. it reads so differently but then yeah. th- that's another thing i wanted to discuss was news anyway so okay but yeah but then what i did write about it was that you should just everyone should and we've spoke about this a bit and we spoke about it at the end of last week's podcast is that you should it should just be celebrated for you to be happy and like you should sit in a natural state of happiness like i know that's my belief so if that happiness is not identifying at the gender that you've been assigned to or that you've been born into if that happiness is from wearing outlandish clothes then you should be able to do that as long as you're not maliciously hurting anyone then you should just be allowed to do that we should just bring up a generation of people that allow people to be themselves and be happy for the reasons that they want to be happy for instead of demonising people when they decide to make decisions. Yeah. Or that half the time it's not even a decision that they've made. It's something that they've naturally... Well, they, they, it's a cultural problem that we all like to pretend doesn't exist. But yeah. we all went to school where you're inherently part of the bullying or the bullied mm-hmm. and you know the worst thing no guess po- is which group i belong to there <laughs> it's okay we the victims will forgive you team sports <laughs> oh my god 
I was not the classic jock going around. I was not the bully. Knocking people's lunch early. No, you just no. A Hufflepuff, you'd have just been befriending the bullies. Oh, no, neutral. You were the Switzerland of the school. Oh, I just like everyone. Just, yeah. I'll just hold space for the bullies. <laughs> hold space for the bullies. Mm. But yeah, so that was just my thoughts to follow up on. And yeah. the other thing that annoyed me about what that man said to his kids was the idea that girls aren't allowed to play. Like that boy was allowed to play and do whatever he wanted on the beach. And that girl was there to just mind him. And then, and I know that I'm talking about like one small family, but I believe that there are other people that probably hold. But it was just like, and pl- like playing and being active is something that I'm really passionate about. And we will definitely talk about another podcast. But the idea that he was making a decision on behalf of his kids, that those are the roles that they were assigned to. And it's probably a backhanded compliment that he thought he was paying. Oh, you're so sensible. Yeah, you're the sensible one. You are responsible. But then that sets the expectation for that, for his daughter, to any time she steps outside of that, is like the disappointing, Mm -hmm. which, again, is a fundamental part of your upbringing, is the parental roles Mm and, you know, the way you make decisions based on the expectations of other people yeah but i think this is we're not designed to uh grow up in nuclear families no we've spent a very small amount of time where you are raised by one or two people and it's probably a really we're starting to see how unhealthy that is Mm -hmm. because you can win the lottery and have super switched on caring compassionate people whose focus is their family mm-hmm. or you can have another experience of it yeah it's not around against the patriarchy it should be although i okay so observationally we're okay. discussing this suggestions for the future what do we do about it, oh, it i think it goes Okay, That's the, the snoring info. dog is going to have to go. <laughs> Hang on, come with me. You. Come here. Come on. Come up here. Oh, he's climbing up. He's so tired. Oh, bless him. Did you see the video of Dags falling asleep in the van? Yes. Oh my God, it was so funny. He's like nodding off. Um, so the notion of... <clears throat> it takes a village to raise. Yeah. Ah, no. Out. Out, out, out. Go in there. No, come on. Come on. Out here. Out here. No. So no, confused. No. Come on. Stay there. Um, it takes a village. The idea of if you are only kind of taking your roles and responsibilities from people who've had that given to them by Mm -hmm. two parents Mm -hmm. it's really difficult because all those experiences the mimetic frames that shaped your parents Mm -hmm. are then passed on yeah on a dna level i guess that Mm -hmm. trauma or positive experiences whichever way become funneled down into your being and you, you you must be able to see it in your own family and in your friends you know when you see and observe their parents and you learn more yeah. about people. And 
also, so there's loads of research now showing that because of the society that we live in, parents have less and less to do with their children. It's more about grandparents. So grandparents will go and pick them up from school and they'll spend a lot of time with their grandparents. And then if you're talking about like older generations, then passing on their views yeah. to this generation. And it's a, that's a tricky line, mm. you, especially for grandparents that understand they may have outdated views but don't know how to articulate or empathise yeah. with a different world but i think that re- that's reaches beyond just parenting in that if you are we all live in isolation now mm-hmm. so whereas before you would have an essential role in a community or you wouldn't and it would be very obvious that gets masked mm-hmm. and i think that's what we see with a lot of people feeling lost so uh, on this podcast that I was listening to the other day, they were talking about um, spending time with the Hansa tribe in Africa. Yeah. And that they have no electricity, no phone signal. So they're always searching for ways to alleviate boredom. <laughs> but there's not really any true boredom because they're busy all the time. Yeah, well, they have jobs to do. Yeah, you, yeah. you're essentially doing something mm-hmm. at, at all times. Um, or you're asleep. And yeah. he said that fart jokes are the biggest... Stop it. Yeah, there's a massive... That's really funny. Was that the door? Yes. Was it? Yeah. It's the delivery. With the world's light. That's exciting. Yeah. I don't know what it is. Carrie knows what it is. I'm also um, aware that we're now going to start talking about parenting and I have zero. (laughs) We're not going to talk about parenting. (laughs) Uh, I'm, I'm bringing it back, so. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I am not qualified to discuss... Why? Parenting. Were you raised oh, by yeah, parents? Oh yeah, I was raised by parents. I can comment on their parenting. But first hand, I can't be like, you should raise your children like this. <laughs> no one can be like, you should raise them. No. That's a really dangerous game that parents play. Everyone loves to tell other parents. But that is yeah. not a wise thing to do. Oh my god, no. Your experience and someone else's experience, fundamentally different. Yeah. But if you... So they were saying that they are busy, they have roles, responsibilities, um, and that the concept of the Western world is very alien, obviously, Mm -hmm. but the notion of suicide is completely outside of their comprehension. They can't understand why someone would reach a point where they... um, And then in Born to Run, the book I refer to all the time, uh, they talk about the... The tribes in the Copper Canyon, because they don't have money, they they survive off trading. Yeah. Um, they don't really have any concept of lying, so oh, they, there's wow. nothing to gain from lying. Yeah. Within a small community, so they yeah. don't under they cannot get their head around the concept of lying, and Google this. Put this in the show notes. I believe your brain forms differently. Okay. Because you don't have deception. If there's nothing to gain from deception. Mm-hmm and everything to lose from being ostracised, that your brain begins to shape differently. So they, they fundamentally cannot grasp the concept of it. Well, it's life or death, isn't it? I suppose, lying to them. Yeah. Because if so you're you, going to lie, so like and you're cons- essentially going to kill someone. And the consequences are so high that you wouldn't you wouldn't be part of the community anymore mm-hmm. to pass on those traits. Yeah. So one of my favourite facts that I read in Sapiens, it's a really good book if you haven't read it, um is that we developed language so 
it would have been to warn like language was developed to warn people of like predators and things like that and where food is and then the other theory of that is that we developed language to gossip but gossip is in like you would discuss who was dist like not trustworthy who was a liability because in the, the day like your life is in their hands so if they're dishonest or if they're gonna not be trustworthy to like go out and do their jobs on time or if they're gonna be someone that just isn't very good at life then you would gossip about them and be like don't trust them and then that's one of the earliest forms of language as well hmm. which makes a lot of sense and i think it's about people recognizing people are searching for a why mm. all the time and i think because we live in a world where you can exist and work really really hard but not necessarily feel like what you do is of value especially if they can shut down what you do for three months and nothing yeah. changes yeah you can see why people start to search for a connection to something beyond mm -hmm. that whereas before it would have been obvious yeah. very obvious that you had value mm -hmm. yeah so we just wrapped up the meaning of life done job done just go and live in a village we, and you'll be there fine. is no more episodes of this podcast yeah so we completed it completed that the life the life course is available for just <laughs> uh, thanks to our sponsor skillshare uh, <laughs> it's 10 10 lessons for I think you mean our sponsor, CT1. CT1, The Glue, <laughs> and Nescafe, Branston. Mm. Oh, Nescafe. I've actually got some really lovely coffee this time as well. Oh. Mm. From from the a bucket or a basket? Don't know. They'll have to tell me which one they are, a bucket or a okay. basket. Do we move on to my second part? Yeah, well, yeah, give me the notes. My top three conspiracy theories, which, which I are then... Myths. Uh, they're not really myths. Well, the first two, I was like, no, these are conspiracy theories. And then when I got to three, I was like, this is not a conspiracy theory. And then I realised what I loved about conspiracy theories were that they were not conspiracy theories. Okay. I mean... Well, only because some conspiracy theories are so loaded. And you know, like last... Was it last week or two episodes ago? We were talking about... Oh, it was last week when we were talking about conspiracy theories. And I was like, oh, I love them. And then you were like, what? Even these ones? And I was like, oh no, they've all got hidden truths that you just don't want to admit about the world and how it runs and how it operates. So... These are Mickey's top three conspiracy theories. This, I'll put a jingle in here. And we'll do Thank it. Thank you. Yeah. Okay, I can sing my own. Go, I'll put some music to it. Mickey's top three conspiracy theories. Da -da -da -da. Okay, number one. Can we just take a minute to appreciate what you're saying is singing? I like it. I didn't even clap in rhythm either. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So my my one of my favorite conspiracy theories is that the world is ran by people in reptile suits. Reptiles in reptilians. Suits. Reptiles in people suits. You're gonna upset a lot of people by claiming that's a conspiracy theory. The David Icke yeah. rabbit hole. The Queen is a reptile. Yes. Lizard people. Yes. Yeah. Have you seen the videos where they show the CIA the the agents? And they flicker on screen and you can oh see God. their reptiles. All the glitches. Yeah. So I think this is really funny. <laughs> Not really funny, but it's just hilarious, I think, that the queen would be a reptile. And then... Why else would we have a queen? Why is Explain her name it. Elizabeth? Liz... I think you're not... I think you need to watch more David. I know people no. that are 
a lot further down this rabbit hole than you. you no, I'm not really down the rabbit up, hole. You're I'm looking up, like, at this flat. very like surface level. Yeah, I just think this is really funny. But you're holding this on the same level as like flat Earth. Yeah. Whereas a lot of people would claim there's a lot more. Yeah. But I also think with this one, mm -hmm. have you got more to say about lizard people? No, I just literally put in one: the reptilian elite. Yeah, but Which take out the word. Something else, but but take out the word reptilian. The elite. The notion, but like the very <laughs> notion of having some humans yeah that are held on a pedestal yeah. and are allowed to make wild decisions mm -hmm. and and psychopaths but look right now if you as a teacher associated with a convicted with a known pedophile mm -hmm. and spent time driving around in their bus and going to their house all the time mm -hmm. it's highly likely you'd be investigated yeah but if you're a member of the royal family. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. So I just I've really I, put a downer on that one. No, 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 not at all. Yeah, but I just like the idea when you explain it as the world is ran by reptiles in people suits. I think that's really funny. If Mickey isn't here next week, it's because they've, they've got me. They've got, they've you. got me. But talking about the agents that flicker, another conspiracy theory that I love is the idea of the men in black. Hang on a second. What? Do you mean the film or no, the No, the, the real version? life Men in Black. They've just admitted that UFOs exist. The Pentagon have released files. Yeah, there we go. But they so haven't... I was going to put Roswell down, but it's not Roswell that interests me. And it's not aliens that interest me. It's the idea of these um, people in suits will come around to your house and deliberately try and wipe. Oh, I think you're talking about the film. No, I'm not. I'm, not, I'm talking about Men in Black. But they're, right. not, they're not men in suits. They're like creatures in suits right so this is not a government agency no they are a they are a government agency but they're not human but they're not like will smith they are they're not people okay they are like they are a form in a suit that come into your house and wipe your memory yeah if you've if you claim to have had alien activity near you or seen alien activity but they just miss all those crazy americans who are like the UFO yeah. flew down and took my... Well, they're like, look, no one's going to believe them. So but if you're, believe a them. if you're a legit person... Yeah, if they're like, okay, I think... So, so why, didn't they, on why didn't they get to Tom DeLong from Blink? <sighs> this is something you're going to have to take up with... Tom DeLong. MIB. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, but they... Oh, I'm going to knock this off in a minute. The Pentagon have just released... You know, they have... They mm -hmm. release files after an yeah. amount of time claiming that there are craft not built on this earth is how they refer to it aliens or are they admitting that what well, we have there's other planets that we live on mm. well yeah clever, yeah clever wording you know very clever wording but yeah so the reptilian elite stroke men in black is something i've just touched on there in okay. a very loose way um the next one that i really find interesting yeah. is and i've written in brackets because i think that you'll enjoy this bit as well so, celebrities faking their own deaths, all being murdered and making it look like suicide. Okay, I think faking your own death is far harder to do. So, you, Tupac Shakur... Yeah, so these ones, where it's like, Elvis Presley is actually still alive. Tupac is still alive. Richie Edwards from The Manics. Um, Yeah, the idea that Paul McCartney actually died and they replaced him. Um, that Avril Lavigne died. Have you heard this one? No. That Avril Lavigne died, and then the uh, recording company just replaced it with a double. 
to stop anyone being like catching on to it. Um, I can't think of any more. But that doesn't make much sense because you'd make more money. Oh, if she died. Yeah. Mm. I'm not really sure why. Mm, that's very true, actually. But in terms of celebrities being murdered, that's real. I'm all in. Yeah. So that's so. This is. So I read a whole book on this, and I am erring on the side of it being like Kate Wayne was murdered. Is well, how I feel about it. I could believe. Part of me doesn't want to because mm. I don't. I struggle to hold the notion of this person whose music I love. Yeah. Then having a daughter and not. Mm. But then when you look at the shenanigans around the yeah. note and all the nonsense. And the fact, the bit, the tipping point for me was when they did the autopsy and they found like I'd, I'd, five times the lethal amount of heroin in his system, mm. which means that he would not have been able to hold a shotgun up. Yeah. In the, and the fact that they can't, I'm pretty sure they did a, t- and you actually can't hold a shotgun in that direction and pull the trigger at the same time. Oh, he's his toe. Yeah. But he had two shoes on. Yeah. Yes. So that's another thing that I find really interesting. Okay. So I look forward to the spin-off episodes where we have a play-by-play press. We should delve into them. What? the what Celebrities faking their own deaths or just all, all, all of, of these, these things? things? Okay. Interesting. Oh. <laughs> okay. But then I think that number two also satisfies the idea, like my true crime obsession as well. Like, I do I'm... worry when I say, oh, we should delve into these and then I think about this American life and all these podcasts. Yeah, like that, we, that it has been done, excuse me, done to death. Well, not even that. Just the fact that when they do it, they spend months oh, researching. I know. It's their full time job. Yeah. And I casually am like, oh, should we just delve into this thing? Off the top of my head. No research. Is Wikipedia research? So, one of the podcasts I listen to just use Wikipedia. They're like, I found this on Wikipedia and just printed it off and then they read it off. Some episodes are really good, some episodes are really bad. You'll know the podcast I'm talking about if you. But when I listen to podcasts, sometimes I'm frustrated when they talk about a subject that I feel I know more about. And I'm like, oh, come like on. Like every single one of our listeners. <laughs> so I guess there's a few people out there now. But then sometimes it's nice to hear someone scratching the surface of something that you don't know about. Yeah, and then, and then you like, can oh, I can go, go and look double at down that. on it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, but I'm yeah. unapologetic. Mm-hmm. We're just going to keep doing whatever we do anyway. So the other thing that I think is really interesting is loads of those. So, okay, this leads into my final thing I was going to bring up. But... Um, you know, like, unsolved mysteries and unsolved uh, crimes and things like that. So, like, there's one really famous murder case of a body that was found on an Australian beach. And it has, like, loads of mystery surrounding it. It's a guy in a suit. Yes. And in the suit, he's got, like, a note. And then that note, like, took them to a locker. And in the locker, there's just this really weird book. And, like, loads of stuff like that. I just think that's really interesting. I'll get lost on that sort of stuff for ages. Maybe he just had a terminal illness and was like, I'm just going to mess with everyone. I mean, I kind of like that. Like, why not? <laughs> if you're going to go... If you're going to go, make, make everyone talk about it for the next 50 years. I don't even know when it was. but. Yeah, that's quite a famous one, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's like Turman Shroud. No, that's another the thing. The Turin <laughs> Apologies to any of our listeners. Oh, the, God. With a faith. I think the two are Somewhere my sister is, is being little... like, you mean this one, and I'm not saying it. I, th- I believe the Turin Shroud is the material that they wrapped Jesus in <laughs> that exists with his imprint on it. Yes. Apparently. 
Not. <laughs> I'm Australian businessman. <laughs> Done. <laughs> I'm out. You didn't watch that one. You've peaked. <laughs> Fact or fic fiction or non-fiction, Mickey? Tim and Shroud or not Tim and Shroud? Tim and Shroud? You'd know you're just combining it with a spice. Oh, God. This, is not, this podcast is not doing anything for me. <laughs> Best episode yet. <laughs> episode six. The one where... Episode seven. You know that. does it alone. <laughs> Number six, you know when Mickey discovers her imposter syndrome is real. I, I cannot accept this doctorate. I don't even know the difference between fiction and non-fiction. I don't know anything I thought I knew. Okay. That's that maybe Men in Black visited you. You'd never know though, would you? No, I wouldn't know. In fact, maybe you are drawn to them because they've actually visited you. So... And you have this actually memories. leads on to another point I was going to make about this. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> In the loosest sense of the word. Right. So, the third, um, the third conspiracy theory I wrote down, which was then I was like, oh, I don't like conspiracy theories. I like unsolved mysteries. So I wrote down the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. And then I wrote, let's just talk about the Bermuda Triangle for the next point I wrote down. So the idea that things just go missing, I just find fascinating. Like massive ships and aircraft just disappear in this small space. There are reasons that people have said why. I think it's been fairly heavily debunked, but also the ocean. Have you seen how big the ocean is? Yeah, so, moving on. Oh. It's the Kraken. It's the giant squid so, that's eating it. Yeah, well, so I wrote down Loch Ness as my next one, as an unsolved mystery. I mean, that it's the Loch Ness. Drain the lock. Drain <laughs> the lock. Um, Next week, we, drain the lock. we take a bucket to Loch Ness, bail it all out. Yes. Um, so I was like, why do I like the idea of the Loch Ness so much? What? You're not going to get this, but to anyone over the age of 35, it's very easy to find out if Loch Ness is real. You just need to take a thistle whistle to the edge. That's your homework for oh, next okay. week. Find out what a thistle whistle is, and I want you to sing the theme tune when you come Okay, back. I can do that. Right. Um... So I was like, why do I like the Loch Ness so much? Because I like, okay, number one, I really like dinosaurs. So the idea that there is some sort of prehistoric creature just living in a loch is amazing. And the fact that it's just there. I mean, they've extensively looked at the Loch Ness. I'm pretty sure it's not there. But then I was like, why do I like it so much? And I was like, oh, because I really like the, the idea. I don't really like it. It's actually terrifying. That two thirds of what lives in the sea has not been discovered yet. That's mental. Yeah. And that we know more about outer space. We know more about the moon's surface. We can we can put a picture of the moon's surface clearer than we can the bottom of the ocean. Apart from James Cameron, who visited the bottom of the Mariana Trench. Have you seen... So do, have, have you got to the point where they found the, the marks on whales of battles they've had yes. with the mega squids? Yes. So I was watching a video about octopuses when I was away. I believe they like to be called octopi. Because yeah. I hate them and love them in equal measures. The thought of an octopus touching me. Oh, makes me feel sick. Yeah. But I love them. Like, the way that they've... There's just the fact that they exist is amazing. And the fact that their brains are on the outside of their intestines so they can just kill themselves by overeating. <laughs> what? Yeah. I thought they had... But haven't they got a really uh, interesting central nervous system that's... Um, so they, it's 
dispersed across their entire body, their brain. Oh, yeah. Um, but I oh. thought that they were aliens. So there's a theory mm. that they were... There's a word for this uh, where space debris yeah. has landed. Oh, and they've come out of And space they've debris. come from space debris. Wow. But Brian Cox said that... Because everyone refers to octopus as like, oh, if we discovered them now, we'd say they were aliens yeah. because they've got these super capabilities. Yeah. So have you seen they can be camouflaged mm -hmm. instantly with their chromatic yeah, cells? Yeah, ridiculous. And they can walk. But Brian, yeah, and undo jars. But Brian Cox talks about the the idea that they're not actually that different. Don't, don't tell me that. However, what he says is maybe it's because there's only one way to do life in the universe. Oh. So if it's DNA, the, the fact he says that they're very similar to us and that they use DNA, they're very different from humans. Yeah. But they're basically, they're made up of the same stuff. Mm -hmm. But the the other idea is that there is only one way that life is created. Yeah. So whether it's on this planet or another one, it's DNA. Right. So octopus could be from another planet. Interesting. Hmm. And now Adam Savage... The guy from Mythbusters, yeah. on Tested, has got three 30-minute episodes just about making a new toy for an octopus. And then they go to a man who works in an aquarium who keeps octopus at home. Uh, it's intense. Oh, he has a lot of octopus it. in his house and a lot of octopus tattoos. Oh, I don't think I could live with them. But they're, they're fascinating. Oh my god, I know. So, what was this? Just talking about the deep ocean. The Mariana Trench. Yeah, I'm just fascinated by the whole thing. That's not really a conspiracy theory, that's just a mystery. To us all. So if anyone wants to add to Mickey's coffee sponsorship, some submarines. Yeah, no. I don't want to go down there. No, 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 no. no. Just tell you about it. Yeah. Just show me... Love a guest reporter. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to see it firsthand. Because it will scare the shit out of me. I almost... <laughs> And there goes the PG rating. But yeah. I'll beep you out this time. Okay, thank you. But yeah, so those are my conspiracy theories slash not even conspiracy theories slash um, mysteries. I love it. I feel like this is a... So we... This is a very me-heavy episode. It was about time, wasn't it? Sorry. I do a lot of talking in life. I'm going to stay quiet. <laughs> well, we've got two options. We can... Teach CrossFit and pick this up, what do and just keep do? going. After and Kerry can just live with the fact that we podcast, or we do a micro episode and just. What? I don't know. Do you have any more? Have you got? I got loads of notes. Well, okay. Well, let's. I feel like they've I'll got hours, CrossFit and then we'll just. We've got hours of yeah. Look at this. The appeal of the unknown lessons from lockdown. Looking ahead of twenty twenty. Oh my god! These are like three different stress is all created. Tribes. We sort of touched on that. Oh yeah. Lives and communities can't function. Done all that bit. I thought I read that as carnivals. Yeah. Not carnivals, cannibals. Cannibals. So, Mickey, give us a recap of your top three conspiracies. Okay, so my top three conspiracy theories in at number one, the reptilian elite. It's not that wasn't it's not an order. These aren't my favourite ones. Just I collectively just three, three that I liked. Um the other one was celebrities faking their own deaths, and then in brackets, all being murdered and made it look like suicide. And then the next one was the Bermuda Triangle, the Loch Ness Monster, but in general, just the just really deep water that no one knows what's at the bottom of it hmm. and to bring it back to the initial monologue soliloquy that oh you went God. off with um the fact that you felt that the question about jk rowling with the anxiety you felt about answering yeah last week unprepared mm. 
is a really important thing that I think we're all suffering from right now where none of us feel that we can talk without fear of kind of retribution or making a big mistake mm -hmm. because of the notion of it's forever and you've mm -hmm. yeah and also like when we were speaking about I can't in an earlier episode when we were like I don't want to comment on something that I haven't that I haven't read about myself or like I haven't done a deep mm. dive into it myself for I don't want to spread misinformation or I don't want to comment on something and then yeah well it's the fear of them me being like oh, I, ha I think this and then someone being like it's wrong that's wrong but I did say I think those are really important conversations to have yeah and since then you've gone away yeah you've thought about it it's it's prompted you to and I don't think well, it's occupied a lot of my brain and knowing and you not just before I don't think anything you said was something that was in contrast to the person I thought no. you were anyway no but I, 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 it was just it was it occupied a lot of my head for a week but only because I, ha I am I really I am really passionate about people just being able to do what they want without fear of other people being like don't do that or taking offense to something that you've done just because you've lived your best life mm -hmm. and I feel like that that community of people are currently receiving a lot of shit just because they want to live how they want to live. Yeah, and it's completely... It's a horrendous reflection on people's values that they're, that they're having to campaign for them. Just basic just rights. Basic just human basi rights. Yeah, just basically it's being insane. left alone. But I welcome. think it's insanity that there are people in charge of those rights. There are people yeah. in charge well, of human rights. But they're not rights. Human rights no. are not rights if you have to argue no, but... that they are dispersed according to values yeah. that you set. They're either a right or they're not. Well, they're not. Exactly. Exactly.